You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Welcome back to another episode of Murder Speaks. She was a mother. She was a grandmother. She was a sister. She was a loving person. And she instilled that in us from the type of person I am to the way I've raised my kids. She's a part of my life every day. Today's real crime story is about 45-year-old Eva Garcia. October 27, 1996, just before 8 a.m., a woman's body is found. A woman finds a dead body outside the church in the bushes. The first thing that she sees is some pantyhose hanging on some shrubbery near the front of the church. The victim was found nude, and that person was Eva Garcia. She had marks where she had been strangled. I remember one of the things that kind of struck me the most is that she had hair in her mouth, injuries on her hand, broken fingernails, bruising about her body. She had put up a huge fight. Eva Garcia had six children and was a grandmother. She failed to return home from the Mirage Club. Her daughter, Teresa, calls and speaks to her mother's boyfriend, Joe Landon. She was expecting to see her mother on Saturday. He tells her they got into an argument and she left the club without him and went to stay at a friend's house. My sister Patricia called and said that mom hadn't made it home. He did mention that they had gotten into an argument. So we're like, okay, well, we're just gonna call a few friends. Teresa and her siblings call her mother's boyfriend back and push for more answers. It was on a Sunday when they got the horrible news. The police tell them they found their mother's body and her long time living boyfriend, Joe Landon, was the first suspect. Joe Landine was a familiar name and a person to law enforcement in the Lubbock area. He was a habitual offender. Eva was last seen leaving the Mirage Club. They had a disagreement in the club. He tells police Eva left the club without him, but Joe left to find her. Landon admitted to walking past the church where Eva's body was found. He tells detectives that he followed her because he was afraid for her safety. He left the club walking, searching for Eva, and he went westbound on 19th, and he walked till he ended up here at this convenience store. He purchased something to eat, and then he called a cab to transport him home. He followed her for a while, and then suddenly decided to take a cab. The police talked to the cab driver. He tells them Joe Landon was in his cab twice. Then, Joe abruptly tells the cab driver to stop because he wanted to get out. When they approached this intersection of 19th and Avenue L, the male passenger said, stop, stop, let me out right here. He stopped the cab, the male passenger got out at this intersection, and it's about a block's distance to where the victim was found. Her daughters tell police that Joe was very controlling with their mother. They started giving us information about him. They told us that he was a very jealous person and very controlling with her. And during their relationship, the police were called several times. There were some documented cases with the police department. There was several acquaintances that 
told police about seeing Eva with injuries consistent with domestic violence. One day, Eva says something sinister to her daughter. She said, if anything ever happened to me, y'all know who did it. He did it. The cab driver gives police an address. The cab driver tells police that's where Joe Landon was going. When the taxi company was contacted, all the driver's logs were obtained. And in their logs, they document the location of where they pick up a client. So the police talked to the woman at that address. We went and we talked to a lady who opened the door and was very cooperative. The resident told the investigators that she had young children. The oldest one is 16, a female. So nobody from that residence was of age or had been to the Mirage Club. She was asked if she knew Joe Landine or the victim, and she denied knowing either one of them. The police interviewed Joe Landon. Landon repeatedly denies taking a cab from the club to the murder site. They, they give Joe a polygraph test, and he fails. A sample of blood from the church wall was examined. They compare Joe's DNA to the blood sample from the wall, and it's not a match. So one question remains. The identified blood sample remains a mystery for many years. Then suddenly, there's a match to Albert Martinez. The police look in his criminal history. We did our investigation on him and found out what he had been in prison for, and there was some sexual assaults. He was a very violent person, so light bulbs started going off on our mind. This guy's a bad guy. It seems Albert Martinez was mistaken for Joe Landon. The cab driver thought he picked up Joe Landon, but it was really Albert Martinez. And the woman the police talked to at the address provided by the cab driver was Martinez's mother. She acknowledged that that was her son and that he was there that day. So everything she told us, the original investigators, was a lie. She knew that we were there investigating a homicide and she was there protecting her son. The police questioned Albert Martinez. I asked him if he'd ever attended church there. He said he had not. I asked him if he's ever done any work there on the grounds or inside the church. He said he never has. He totally disassociated himself with that location. I told him that we had his DNA confirmed in connection to the victim that was located there. He told me, I had sex with all these women. That's probably why this victim has my DNA, but I wasn't there. He told us that he wanted to tell the truth. He said that on Friday night, he went out clubbing and ended up at the Mirage Club. He said, I remember a lot of, and kicked. He goes, I remember slamming her into the wall. And he said he woke up the next morning and hoped it had been just a very bad dream. He tries to explain why his DNA was there, but then the police tell him it was his blood that was found. At that point, Albert knows he was caught in a lie and decides to tell the police the truth. He admits seeing Eva Garcia and her husband in the club that night. After a few drinks at the Mirage Club, he leaves and decides to take a cab home and sees Eva walking. Police arrest Albert Martinez and charge him with capital murder. December 2008 is the trial. 
He pleads not guilty. Albert Martinez is found guilty of capital murder and sentenced to life in prison. Just tears of relief that my grandma finally got the justice that, that she deserved, that the person who did it was finally gonna be punished for what he had done. Okay, thank you so much for listening. If you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. And if you are a true crime addict like me, check out my store, crystalkiss.com. That's crystal with a K for some murder merch. I sell t-shirts, hoodies, and leggings, so check it out. If you use discount code MURDER15, that's MURDER15, at checkout, you'll save 15% off your entire order. And orders over $50 get free shipping, so check it out. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Thanks. Bye.